0: Hey guys, what's up and welcome to a new episode of Angels in the Nosebleeds. I'm Riley Tom Sports.
1: I'm the Riverside Halo.
2: I'm Halo Easy.
0: And in today's episode, welcome to episode seven. And in today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that have happened over the past week and uh, also, last week, because technically last week we didn't have an episode. We did our presentation on why Trevor Bauer should be an angel. Uh, go check those videos out. I, mean, I uh, In fact, Momentum Vlogs watched those videos, surprisingly enough. What do you guys think about that?
1: I was shocked
2: when that happened,
1: dude. I was, I, honestly, it made me hype. That was tight.
2: Yeah, I that was really cool to see that happen. Like, I didn't really expect it, and then when it happened, I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully, Trevor saw it at least. I mean, yeah. I think we're in hopefully top. Hopefully,
1: they bro. showed him a little bit of it.
2: Yeah.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, like I mean, I can pray, but I mean, I, I hope, bro. I hope that I hope that it happens. Um. So to start off today's episode, we're just gonna be answering some questions that we got on Twitter and uh and uh social media. Uh, and yeah, just make sure you guys every week we will be sending out a prompt to ask uh, any question that you guys have. They can be personal questions, little bit personal, they can be baseball related, whatever you guys think, uh, ask away and we'll pick the three best questions that we like and we'll answer them. And uh, yeah, so make sure to send them and feel free to resend any questions that weren't answered uh, in an episode towards next week's uh, post in a sense. Uh, we'll be posting a prompt where you'll be able to Answer. uh, ask any questions both on Instagram and on Twitter. So make sure to respond to those questions. For this episode, we got three questions. All of them came from Twitter and we will all answer them. And so the first question comes from uh, actually uh, at actually underscore borgan on Twitter. And the question is, if we are not able to get Bauer, what deal should we make and seem realistic? What do you guys think?
1: I think if we can't get Bauer, we, we should really um, take a chance with either Kluber or um, uh, who's another guy He's really – or uh, James Paxton. I think like a pretty good high-risk, high-reward type of deal. Maybe do it one or even two years. I think, I think if you can bank on them being really good, if they bounce back and get healthy again, so I think one of those two would would be great. And also, um, if we do miss out on Bauer, I think it's really important to stay act- active in the trade market and see what we can get that way.
2: I definitely agree with that. Um. Also, I, th- I tweeted it today. If we don't get Bauer, stack the pen and make trades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Corey Cooper is also a great um, answer. Um, also, James Paxton, Liam Hendricks can go in our pen. He could be our closer because we don't have a closer right now. So that would also be good. Um. Trades that could happen. I mean, I would love to trade for uh. act. Even get uh Marquez from um Colorado, we could Mm -hmm. probably make some trades with them. To do that, Uh, Pittsburgh has some gems. Moskov is still on the Pirates, right? He's still yeah. He's still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's literally good. So I think we should also get him. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of scared with uh, Paxton because I'm feeling like Paxton might want to go home to Canada and play for the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. So if we can get him, I think we should go for him. And we can make some trades with Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh, and um, Colorado. That's what I think is true. Yeah,
1: definitely the trade market. like probably my number one thing um, this year beyond Bauer. Because really after Bauer, there's really not too much out there that will really um, get the the starting stuff to where it needs to be. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to get um, what was his name? I really wanted to get Stroman, but uh, yeah. as we all know, he took the qualifying offer from the Mets. Uh, and that actually, Steve Cohen and the Mets is something I want to talk about later on. But yeah, uh, another guy that I'm interested in is you Darvish. I heard the Cubs are going on a fire sale, and Darvish uh-huh. was really well this season. I feel like, what if we, you know, we can probably get him. Although his value is pretty high. Another dude I want to get, and I'll say it again, Matthew Boyd. I know it's the same dumpster diving method the Angels have been doing for the past three years, Uh, but I still feel like, um, uh, what was his name? Boyd would be the next uh, Bundy in a sense. Boyd will be what Bundy was in a sense, a low-cost, low-risk, high-reward pitcher that ends up helping us very well, and uh, yeah, Speaking of Bundy, that leads us to our next question that we have right here. This is by Daniel Navarro, or at O Q S O Q E L. I don't know how to pronounce that, so I just spelt it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, his question was, "What do you guys think a Bundy extension would look like?"
2: Ah, uh, if he has another good year, I could see them going probably two, three years. I I see that. I mean, money wise, probably like what? 12, 15 mil, like a two year deal. Probably something like that with um Bundy. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The extension would probably look like that. Probably even more, probably like three, four years, but I'm seeing the two to three range, probably the 12 to 15 million range.
1: Uh Yeah, I was, I think because I honestly wasn't aware that he was still not even 28.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I thought he was a lot old, older. I thought he was like 29 at the least. But knowing that he's not even 28 or he, he just turned 28, that I feel like we should really take a chance with a either a three-year deal or even a four-year deal. I think that will really um, max out the value that he can have and that he unlocked here in Anaheim. And um, as for money-wise, I don't think it'll be a horribly expensive contract. I think it'll be a really team-friendly contract, and I really think there will be more reward to the contract than risk. I feel like Bungie has found something here, and he he's comfortable here. And I think one I think when a player is comfortable, I think that's where you're gonna get most of their value and most of their um max effort and most of their um top numbers. So yeah, I think I really think they should go big with um Bundy or as big as he can. And I think it'll it'll work for the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: agree.
3: No,
1: actually,
0: I think we should sign uh we should extend Bundy to a 10-year uh 500 million dollar deal. I'm kidding. Jokes aside, Bundy is the go. But jokes aside, I actually really loved Bundy prior to him being an angel. I really liked him on the Baltimore Orioles and you knew that, you know, the a lot of the runs, the you know, his ERA was getting stacked up and it partly wasn't his fault cuz the Orioles had a bad defense and they, you know, stadium and everything was good. He comes to a stadium that has a good you know, a pitcher's park and a good, um, uh, a good, you know, infield, like, you know, solid offense, you know what I'm saying? Not uh, offense, no oh, defense. You know, he's also getting run support too. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about like the defense mainly, you know, the outfield is pretty great. Uh, uh, so far. I mean, again, we had Simba, we had Fletcher, we had, uh, you know, list goes on, got it. We had a great, uh um, we had a great infield, we had a great outfield overall. The, the team was really good. And, bundy thrived with that we already knew that he had the stuff he just you know you know like baseball is a sport that you can't play by yourself and you know when you have ba- a bad team in baseball and you can't do well and that's what happened to bundy but he luckily had a defense that was good enough for him in anaheim that he did not have in baltimore uh that that was something that was really good so yeah bundy i am yeah i want to extend him to i'd say around two or three years definitely he's still young and uh we i think he's still in his prime so we can still get some great stuff out of him we we still you get some great years out of him yeah extend bundy 100 he's a great uh pitcher
2: one thing about bundy bundy does not look like he's fucking 27, 28 years old. He looks like he's like 31.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's because of the the facial hair that he grew because when he used to shave, he looked like he was 26, 27. But he grew that facial hair after coming to Anaheim and he looks like five years older.
2: It yeah. looks like it could cook some mean ribs, like some really good ribs.
0: Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> like,
0: I was actually craving ribs, man. I had ribs the other day, and it was so good.
2: Man, I need some. <laughs> Me too.
0: And so for the third question that we have right here, the final question that we're going to ask is actually a really good question that we will actually be answering throughout later in the episode. And that's about our new GM Perry Manasian. Do you think Perry Manasian will keep his word and make pitching a priority? This question was asked by Nathan. I'm not gonna pronounce the whole at because it's very long. But yes, do you think that Perry Manasian will keep his word and make pitching a priority? By Nathan.
1: Um Well I like all the quotes that I saw from him so far, but honestly talk is talk. I wanna see him I wanna see him back it up, but uh, I won't, I won't congrac- congratulate him or anything like that until I see some results. And from the looks of it, he he seems to be set on trying to get some pitching here in Anaheim, and I'm just waiting for him to to do it.
2: I definitely agree. I mean, great quote, beautiful quote by Perry. But at the same time, you must see it. We have to see it. We have to see it. So, you know, I'm waiting to see if he does make this a priority. But also, we have to know that we still have this man named Artie Moreno, Mm -hmm. who is so stuck up and so cheap with this team. And he has so much money. So, I really hope we can – I mean, he makes pitching a priority and doesn't go for just offensive players and cheap pitching. You know what I'm saying? So – Hopefully he literally, you know, backs up what he, um, what he said. So I'm hoping that we get Bauer and some bullpen arms and trade for some starters. And so, yeah, let's see, let's see him do his work, his work of magic.
0: Exactly. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, yeah, Arde hopefully has changed his heart. I don't think so, but I hope so because, Oh man, I'm trying to get a Anyway, yeah, I hope he has changed his heart, but I am not necessarily uh, optimistic that that happened because we know how Arda is. And I just hope that Manajian isn't just talking and he actually means what he's saying. Because if Manasian doesn't get pitching, we know that this team is doomed. Mike Trout's career is doomed. At least his career with the Angels is doomed. He'll probably get traded to some other team and then he'll win a ring, hopefully, with them. But, yeah, but with us, no, he will be doomed. Uh, and, yeah, I hope that Manajan is the fresh change that we need. And it's good that we, you know, he, like, flat out in his first day uh, as GM addressed pitching. Is like, we need pitching. That was definitely something great to hear. But, yeah, it is definitely, definitely is a concern, you know. Sure, you can say we need to get pitching, we need to get pitching. But if he doesn't get pitching, then we're we're screwed. But agents is really good GM, though. I, I, I think we're in good hands for now, judging by yeah. him, what we heard about him and what we say about him. Uh, but, I mean, again, you don't know until he actually does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got to let him do his job.
2: Yeah, and there's like a lot of like good things said about him. You know, everybody has said like great things. Like he runs the organization right. He's very baseball oriented. He has a baseball mindset. So I'm hoping that we can see this within the next couple of weeks. Because, you know, with Bauer on, you know, with Bauer on the market and pitching that we need right now to get into the playoffs. I mean, let's just see what this man has to do and has to offer. So, I really want to see what he has to do and shit. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That
0: actually a perfect segue to the next part of the podcast. Perry Managian was hired by the Angels. I don't remember actually when it was, and I'm too lazy to look it up. So if someone wants to let me know, let me know. But uh, he was hired by the Angels. It was made official. Uh, uh, it was made official earlier this week. That's what I know. Uh, you know, after months of searching, after months, I honestly thought it. You know, honestly thought that the GM. Was going to be uh, selected next week, but happened this week. Oh well. And I was a huge supporter of Billy Owens or Logan White, but we got Perry Manasian. now. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, what do you guys think? I know we just talked about Perry Manasian, but what do you guys think? You guys like the hire? What? What? What are your thoughts?
1: Um. Well, initially, when like um the like, the top two names that everybody wanted was n- nowhere in the picture, and like, like most of the names left really weren't, like, appealing to anybody. I was kind of worried. I thought we kind of missed our chance, but after Manation came along, I, which actually, I, I think he was the mystery pick or something. He was the mystery pick, yeah.
2: He was the fifth but, one.
1: Yeah, but, um, after I looked him up a little bit and I saw like all the quotes from people that work with him in Atlanta and like his philosophy, I was kind of stoked. I was really, I was really ready for that. Um, that uh, I guess you can say like new beginning. I guess, but I, I'm willing to really give him a chance. And from what it seems, he he, he really wants to build this team back up. And um, one thing I really like is he's bringing a bunch of scouts and a bunch of people from the development team from Atlanta over here to Anaheim, and that's going to be incredible for their future of the farm and even the current guys in the farm. I think they were really um, – well well with all that and hopefully it turns into success
2: for all of them yeah i definitely agree with you ruben um when i first heard about like the hires well the top five i was scared because i didn't see billy owens and logan white i thought we might have a shot in getting logan white because mm-hmm. you know i was really you know reading about him i was like damn he's a pretty good hire. Like that would be like a really good hire. And then I looked up um, Perry and I saw like, you know, some of the stuff that he's done in um, Atlanta. And I'm like, okay, this guy might be good. And then we hired him and I was like, okay, let's see what he says. And so, you know, when he said, you know, pitching was a priority, I was like, Oh my goodness, this guy might be the real deal, but now I have to see it. Mm -hmm. So like what Ruben said, him bringing in the scouts and everything, that's a good thing because our scouts were absolutely horrible. No offense. They were horrible. We got some good talents. Joe Adele, Brennan Marsh, you know. So hopefully this new um, scout team that he brings in is legit. So yeah. I, I know they're going to be legit. So, yeah, that's what I think. Yep.
0: I just hope that Perry, an Asian, what he does is that he changes the whole – I mean, Billy Epler really – I'm not going to go ahead and hate on Billy Epler because Billy Epler should have been able to do his job, but he wasn't able to because he was suppressed by Artie. And obviously, Artie fired Epler mainly because he needed a scapegoat, and Epler happened to be that scapegoat. And I'm hoping that... Uh, but I'm hoping that... When I say that I hope that Manasian doesn't end up being a, a Epler 2.0, what I mean by that is that I hope that he doesn't end up being controlled and he's not suppressed like how Epler is. Because Epler, I mean, as we all know, really unfortunate what happened to him. Um, and uh I really hope that... Uh, you know, Manasian, Manasian could do what Epler could not do, and that is to actually make this team good again. Uh, because, again, this team is always just a few games away from the playoffs. We always just miss the playoffs, and that's what really gets annoying. This team should have been a playoff team, but, like, there was no bullpen. The, you know, the pitching was very inconsistent. The running and scoring position, uh, uh, you know, it was a problem uh, in a sense. But overall, the team was just, there, there was some big issues. And the fact that we were three games away from the playoffs was pretty surprising. Uh, and, I mean, considering the fact that we also had 13 blown saves, like this should have been a playoff team, but it wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, we can see why. But, um, uh, yeah, so I hope that Perry Manasian and Perry, like, brings – the problem issues in the table for real like he actually goes and gets pitching he said that on his first day as angels gm that we are going to get pitching i hope he means it and i hope that he also spends more money on uh payroll as i saw as i posted in a picture a while ago i think it was like many weeks ago but there's this picture where they said that the dodgers spend a lot of money and a lot of pay like not payroll but like you know they hire a lot of people for baseball ops you know, it's not just one GM and the rest of it is marketing the team. Market the team, yes, but also market the team by having a good baseball team. No one's gonna want to be an Angels fan when the Dodgers are like world champions.
2: And they know? have a good front office too. So it's just they like have a
0: front office. Exactly. You need to have that front office. And so I'm hoping that Perry ends up striking gold here with the uh and with the um angels for real i hope that you know he has what it takes to be a good uh you know to be a good uh gm in a sense and uh yeah just lead this team to the playoffs once again i mean we're it's not like he has to completely build apart an entire roster from scratch we already have a lineup we already have some starting pitching he just needs to throw in a little more pitching needs to strengthen up the bullpen and he's good One thing that really stuck out to me, though, was that Adam Kennedy uh, praised him. Adam Mm -hmm. Kennedy praised him. And it was funny because Adam Kennedy also, I believe that Adam Kennedy was anti-Epler. Yeah,
3: Um, he was.
0: So I I find that pretty interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe. I'm not saying that Adam Kennedy's opinion alone means Perry's going to be good, but, I mean, shoot, Adam Kennedy's a fan of uh, Perry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um, I'm kind of really excited to see what Perry can do. Just the fact that he he brought over, or he's gonna bring over a bunch of scouts and a bunch of people from Atlanta's development team over here to Anaheim. I think that's even like a great sign that oh, like he's not really messing around. He really wants to um, build this team back up, which it's really it's really not like a whole whole rebuild process it's really just build some pitching and scraping up scraping up the um promising arms that we do have and and this team didn't go off from there and
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i just i really have faith in um uh Nathan. i really do think that he's not just talk i really do do, do think that he can get
2: stuff going, and hopefully going. Mhm. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Hopefully, I think one of the things that has to be done also is to revamp the, to not revamp but vamp up even more. Well, yeah, revamp. I'm tripping. Revamp the farm system mm-hmm. because the farm system's not dead. I mean, it's kind of it's dead, but there yeah. are still promising talents in that farm system. Yeah. they are going to be coming up in a couple of years. So mm-hmm. like if you could do that, mm-hmm. Adele, Marsh, all those guys, uh, C-Rod, um, Demers, some yeah. of those guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's like one of the issues that have to be, that is brought that has to be like brought, you know, to, you know, I don't know how you say the word, but it has to be brought in front and shit like yeah. that.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. I really think, um, I really think he's the perfect, like, kind of guy to, um, kind of build up that farm. Because he came from Atlanta that really built up that farm system. Mm-hmm. And they really came um,
0: away from the World Series. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
1: They went deep into the uh, international market and got guys like Osney Acuna Akuna Jr., mm-hmm. and, um, even a uh, Pache, the the rookie outfielder. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. the left fielder, right? Think,
1: I really think that's the key. I I think you should look for talent all over the the world. There's mm-hmm. there's talent everywhere, and I just think, um, having a guy like Nation who's used to like going deep and getting talent from those kinds of places, I think it's gonna.
0: Um, Turning
2: around a farm real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. You're right, Ruben. Uh, yeah, like Manesian uh was very you know responsible for like you know and in, in not directly, but he had a he obviously had a big role because he was the assistant GM yeah. in building that whole Braves core, uh, Acuna and Albies and. I think that that's going to be great. I mean, Mm -hmm. they have great pitching in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that they'll be fine. I think that will be fine, I mean, as I should say. Because, I mean, shoot, you know what I'm saying? That um, we're going to have – finally, he's going to address pitching. uh, Mm -hmm. And he's going to bring scouts. So we'll probably get a good pitching either through, you know – Trading for a pitching prospect, uh, trading for a um, uh, what should I say? You know, either signing a pitcher in free agency, trading for a pitcher in a sense. You know, he. I think that will be really. I think we're in good hands with Perry. But like I said, again, it's too early to tell whether he's going to be uh, a breakout or a bust. We, you know, time will tell.
2: Hopefully, yeah. we drop some <laughs> Riverside guys, bro. So you know. We can have you know some Kelly guys on the team, and just oh, yeah. like Adam Kennedy and um, Tim Salmon and all those guys. Man, we need something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, Tim is from Long Beach, but
1: yeah.
2: Oh, I'm tripping. <laughs>
1: draft out of Riverside. That's the key to. That's the key to um a title.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah.
0: The Riverside Halo. <laughs> yeah, draft the Riverside Halo. He'll lead the league in home runs. <laughs>
2: let the league and rbis <laughs>
0: rbis home runs hits ex-woba <laughs> uh, yeah, i mean another thing i like about manasian is that he's young he's only 40 he's younger than pools mm. i'm like t t-shirt right now but he's younger than pools
1: mm. yeah and um I know for that kind of role, 40 years old, he's like pretty young. But he has tons of experience in a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. So he knows his his, um, way around the baseball team and and, around the game. So Mm -hmm. I do think he knows what he's talking about. And I'm just excited to see what he can do. And hopefully he kind of – holds his own against all, owner owner like Art. With
3: mm-hmm.
1: I, I think he really is. I think he's capable of like, um, playing his own part and like, um, making Art trusting him. Cause I honestly, um, I don't think Art really trusted in Epler. I think, um, he was kind of too on hands with Epler, but with. With the nation coming from a team like the Braves and having so much experience, I think Art can finally lay off a little bit or I hope he does. And we didn't really see the team really um, Mm -hmm. um, blow up.
2: That's what we need. We need Art to just stay back, like literally let the GM Mm -hmm. do what he's supposed to do. And that's built a baseball team literally mm-hmm. look at what he did in atlanta this man built around freddie freeman bro mm-hmm. look at like all the stuff that he got around freddie freeman like mm-hmm. literally that's what you need to do with mike trout build around mike trout well yeah, uh, offensively and everything it's we're building around mike everything I mean, is player in there mm-hmm. also something i thought about today um was the guy from the kbo the shortstop from the kbo Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he's also a really good pickup if you know they say uh, Fletch is not going to play shortstop. We're not going to have him as our daily shortstop. We're going to have him at second base. We can pick him up mm-hmm. because it's going to be us, Cubs, Texas. Who else? Who else is going to be able to go for him? But I think we, if we could go for him, that would be huge. Uh-huh. That would be huge. Yeah, uh, he can slug. He can slug.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know how how high up we are on on the like or even how, how um, much we're interested in him. But that would be really interesting. That, I, I think
2: he's a really young guy. I think he's making... He's like 25. He's like 20, yeah. 25, 26. 26. Yeah. 26. He had like a 3 306 batting average last season yeah. with 30 home runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, legit.
0: That was yeah. a KBO, though. Yeah. Then it would be like a whole other
2: league. It is a whole nother league, but if he can, you know, transfer that talent that he had in the KBO to the MLB, holy shit. What was his name? <laughs> his last name's Kim. It's like Hung. It was like, it was, it was, what is it? Ha. It was like Hong. Some shit like that. But I know his last name's Kim. Yeah. I was looking at him today. Legit. Yeah. He's a legit guy.
1: Yeah. I saw a couple of clips of it. Oh, yeah. Ha-Sung yeah. Kim. He's I mean, 25 years old.
2: 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25 years old. Um, let's
0: see, and he's gonna be posted likely after Thanksgiving. Uh, 2014 mm-hmm. is when he joined the Kowloon Heroes. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a Lotte Giants <laughs> fan. Uh, remember, remember when the KBO was? Po- I don't know if Eddie were you were on Twitter at the time, but the oh KBO yeah, was-
2: KBO was KBO was popping the 12:00 well, a.m. Pop- games um what's that Uh, doom some bears that was my team oh my
0: god the doom some bears okay
2: the Doomsome some bears was my team man this is my guys
0: what about you ruben
1: I'll be honest. I didn't watch any of that. Oh my I, god, moving
0: really co- I, I remember staying up until two a.m. Like when I had yeah no, I couldn't, I couldn't that do stuff.
1: that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't stay up that late. I didn't. I didn't want to like wake up early.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to watch the KBO though. It but, was. Yeah, I was a. I was a lucky I, 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 a I
3: latte liked it. It
1: was pretty good baseball, but I just I yeah. Didn't,
2: it was kind of inconvenient. <laughs> Yeah, I gave her starting at like 12, 11, 45 p.m. Yeah, it was like 2 a.m. for like some 2 a.m. Like,
1: for like, some of the games. On, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the only thing stopping me from watching it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's pretty okay. good football.
0: Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah, so like I was about to be like a – I was gonna, I was thinking of becoming either a Dinos fan, like NC Dinos. I think those guys are like the best team right now in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm nc dinos i was thinking of either those or the wyverns but i was all like i'm, I'm just gonna go with the Lotte giants because i mean i know Lotte giants for like the one team and a lot of my friends were Lotte giants fans they're all like you better be a Lotte giants fan i'm all like fine i submit i'm a Lotte giants fan so i started rolling with the Lotte giants they went like six and oh and then they they're like they're literally like the angels they're like literally 500 mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's was, his name like, prior to like freaking like you know 2018 they're like 82 or what was it 80 to 82 or something like that they're like barely edging out i, I don't know that's mm-hmm. the last time i checked on they're pretty good though
2: yeah, yeah. Durant, like mark actually gave like um like all the teams uh like how they were uh how they are compared like compared to mlb teams like what mlb team would they be mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah that's pretty like interesting and yeah, I, I think the Lote t- Giants are t- like
0: compared to the Marlins or something like that. I, I don't, I've probably seen
2: some bears compared to, I don't remember. I think you guys, ago. You,
0: guys were like the, you guys were, like the defending champions from last year.
2: Yeah, they're the defending champs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Everyone, when I, there was this whole copy pasta where like you posted it online and then uh, people would respond to it in Korean Twitter. So I posted my copy pasta and apparently it went viral in Korea. Wow! And I—I I li- in fact, there was a Lotte Giants fan that I knew that actually sent it to me. He was like, "Bro, you actually made it on a Korean forum." Uh, I was freaking wow. out. Wow!
3: <laughs> yeah, I, went,
0: I literally went freaking Cor- uh, Hollywood, but Korean. I, what is Hollywood in Korea? Is it? It's not Seoul. I don't know. Uh, but I basically went popular in Korea for like a night,
2: and everyone.
0: <laughs> Was telling me, like, dude, what are you doing? Don't be a Lotte Giants fan, bro. You're it's gonna be bad for your mental health. And I'm all like, <laughs> I'm an Angels fan, man. What worse can I do? What worse can you do?
2: People can't <laughs> compare to us, man. They can't compare to I was us.
0: Like, yeah, that, it was pretty funny though. they were, they were pretty nice though. The, the Korean, yeah, Korean Twitter was pretty nice, but it, it was fun. But yeah, Ha Sung Kim. From the Keyworm Heroes, I I hope we land him. I think that he might go to the Rangers because uh, of the fact that Shin Song-Chu is on the Rangers. I feel like he might want to join the fellow countrymen, but then, you know, Otani could have joined Tanaka or Maeda, but he chose to stay with the Angels. He chose the Angels. Uh, hopefully uh, they can market the Angels because we have Mike Trout, Otani, Rendon, you know. Uh, I think that we could probably market uh, ourselves to uh, Hassan Kim, and hopefully we can land him,
1: but I, I doubt it.
2: That would be fucking um, cool for Landon.
1: And, and talking about, um, like, international um, free agents or free agents to be, there seems one guy that played – on the Japanese team with Otani, who's also a pitcher. I, I don't remember his name, but I, I remember Oh, name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I remember something like that popping up. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember his name either. Yeah, but I know. I
1: if, there, if the angels are on him too, I think that would be interesting as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that dude is good... I think we got ourselves... Apparently,
1: yeah, weird. apparently he's, like, right behind, like, like in talent. Pitching-wise, yeah.
2: We need his name. We need that dude's name.
1: Yeah, I'm not... I'm, re- I'm really not sure what the name
0: uh, is. No, uh, never mind. I thought I had it, but it turns out it was not that. No. But, yeah, uh, I mean, shoot. Uh, we do... I, I think we have a chance with you know, with Kim... I feel like we can pay him a lot in our internet. I do. How much is our international payroll?
1: Well, I'm not really sure. because Otani, he's making seven hundred thousand.
2: Yeah, he was I think he was making five hundred thousand last season. I think, like he, that. I
1: think he's still on that contract. I don't know. I don't he's know still, how that'll be.
2: Yeah, he's still on that contract. He's not going to be a free agent until
1: 2024. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I mean. It won't
2: hurt the wallet too much if we get one of
0: those guys. Yeah, I think that... But No, I definitely think that we should be chasing uh Kim. Uh, or, I don't know, Hassan Kim. Because, uh, again, yeah, we need a shortstop. Uh, yeah. And I think that that should be one of Perry's priorities to get that dude. Uh, obviously not allocate all the resources. You need to get Bauer. Reveal yeah. Bauer and Haslem Kim talk about an off season.
1: Yeah, I I, was, I saw some clips of his um, swing. in um. The, the, is he from Japan? Where is he from? Who? Uh, Kim, where where's Kim from?
2: I think he's from Korea. Uh, Korea yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I saw I saw a playing in Korea, and honestly, I think it I think it's able to translate into the MLB. I don't think it's too wild where he'll get beat by like 95 and above. I think he can adjust to all that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, obviously the, obviously, the talent's there. I think he's going to hit some home runs. He might hit for maybe a little worse average than in Korea because just the bigger adjustment to mm-hmm. pitching. But I think he's still got what it takes to be a star, and over here, just look at what Ohtani is capable of. I know he had a down year last year, but he's still really capable of putting up numbers that are all-star level quality.
2: Mm-hmm. It seems like Otani will be making 2 million, 2.5 mil mm-hmm. this season, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah hmm. And he's going on arbitration One. Yeah. He's going on arbitration One this season.
3: Hmm.
0: Shoot. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean Yeah, that, that would be interesting. I wanna see what we'll play out with Otani.
1: Yeah. I honestly I think this year has to be the last year where they Try to have him as a two-way player. Honestly, I think you can't risk him. He's been getting hurt all the time. Mm -hmm. I think he's too valuable. Either way you you slice him, he's going to be valuable to your team. He has elite stuff for a starter or a pitcher in general, and he can still hit with the best of them in, in the MLB.
2: Yeah. But, I think oh continue my fault.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I really think this year has to be like the last year where they take a chance with him doing both and if it doesn't work out, just let him be a hitter. Let him try to be an outfielder, which I know he played some of in Japan. And I think he he'll still be really valuable as a hitter. It, it'll suck that we lose him as a pitcher, but if, i I rather have him as a hitter than not, ha- not having him for most of the year because he's down with a pitching injury.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely can't waste a talent like that. I mean, Otani's young still. We definitely can't do that. I think this year has to be the last year where he can be a two-way player, literally, because if he gets injured again and has to get, like, a Tommy John surgery, then, I I mean, it should really be a sign that, okay, he can't pitch. So, these are my options for him. Either stay a hitter, stay a DH, -hmm. learn how to play first base, or the outfield, Mm -hmm. or move him to the bullpen. Mm -hmm. Or if we don't get Liam Hendricks, we could probably bring him in as a closer. Or a, a middle inning guy, like a seventh, eighth inning guy. You get know what I'm yeah, saying, so, I, think,
1: I think he ha- he has the stuff to be either a setup a, a setup guy at least, but he has closer stuff written all over him. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I'm really not sure what what that would do to his hidden. I don't know if it'll interfere with it if we transfer him, if we put him in, put him in the bullpen. I don't know if that'll take away from that back or what, how that, that would go down, but that's a really interesting, um, possibility because he won't have the same kind of workload mm-hmm. as he would as a starter. And, um, he w- we will also get the best of his, um, the most out of his talent as a pitcher. And he's probably, he could probably thrive as a closer.
2: hmm. Exactly. Like literally keeping him in the bullpen would be an, also a good option. But yeah. it, but we don't want to, you know, have them, you know, have a down year on hitting because he can hit. Yeah. He literally showed it in his like first year when we got him. He literally showed it that he can freaking hit a ball like he can hit a baseball a long yeah, way. So that's the thing. Like that's why I'm saying like, dude, the one of the things that we could do is if he's not down to pitch no more, make him an outfielder. Let literally. him play left field. Literally. Yeah. Because he has a cannon. Yeah. He could throw, like, 100 miles per yeah. hour. Like, imagine that from left field, bro. Like, yeah, literally. He'll use that arm, and it, it'll
1: still be tremendously valuable to the team. And, um, yeah, I I think last year was just a down year, which for a lot of players it was. So, like, I'm not really going to fault or telling you for that. But also, I think he was just really worried about getting hit on that pitching elbow, so that's why we saw him back out a whole bunch a that this year. And um, I think, I think just after not having any kind of success on the mound in 2020, it kind of turned into a mental thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And but I really, I really expect them to bounce back. What whatever they choose to do with them. He's going to bounce back either way. He's too talented to just keep going on a mm-hmm. downward spiral. I don't think with him, I think he was such a fluke up a year, and I think he'll still be a really great talent, all-star mm-hmm. level talent. Yeah, yeah I'm that Oakland
2: crazy. game. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, uh, the Oakland game messed him up mentally. Like, he couldn't get out that first inning, so. I think that really messed him up because I I really think like it was on his mind a lot.
0: Yeah, he really. rushed into that game. I think yeah. that if they started pitching him halfway through the season at least or something like, a little later, I mean he didn't get the proper reps, he didn't get the proper anything. He was just kind of thrown in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like
0: I felt like you know.
1: Oh, oh, go ahead. No, you can keep going. Uh, I
0: would say like
1: if they if they
0: let him like practice a little more. Obviously, you know you can't keep holding the bear back. Like eventually he got to get released. But I felt like he was also a little rushed considering the fact that his, uh, you know, like his whole thing where he uh, wasn't, you know, he was already the whole COVID thing. He couldn't practice, you know, you know, all that stuff like that. But when he came back in a sense, I think that he pitched too early. He's thrown into early, kind of like Joe Adele in a way, if you think about it. Um, Oh, yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Joe Adele
0: uh, was, you know, obviously Joe Adele should have had more time and he would have definitely been better this season had he had minor leagues. But uh, he didn't have that, you know what I'm saying? Ohtani, same with Altani. Otani should have been, uh, you know, uh, Otani should have been pitching more and, like, practicing more, uh, getting that uh, rehab uh, before eventually coming back and, um, you know, and killing it in the leagues. So, obviously, I hope that he, you know, once, hopefully things, I mean, it doesn't look like things will settle down next year, but if they do... Uh, by miracle of God or something, if they do happen to settle down, I hope that you know stuff gets better for him. I hope that stuff gets easier for him. Uh, and, I mean, you know, he ends up becoming a two way player that we all wish he was. And I pray that that will happen, but I mean, I, I mean, looking at the stuff, we can't hope that that will happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, he like, he really was screwed out of um, a real a regular routine for him coming back from Tommy John. They, they had a plan for him. They 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 were gonna have a rehab all throughout spring training and and during April. Mm-hmm. And he was gonna be back during mid-May.
2: May, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before the All Star break, yeah.
1: Yeah, but he just never got that, and he had limited time in the summer camp or whatever you want to call it, and um, it just he 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 just had to be rushed, which. Maybe they shouldn't have done that, but they kind of had to try him out at the pitcher because it would have really helped the value of the team to try to make that playoff push.
3: Like,
1: mm. um, I- it probably wouldn't have mattered with that bullpen, but I mean, they still had to try him out there on the mound.
2: Yeah, and I think if we had, like, a full spring training and, like, a full season, I don't think we get this out of Ohtani. I yeah. mean, yeah, it was literally rushed. And if you think about our spring training games, how many how many games did we play? We played, like, what, three games, literally? We played three games. We played two against the Padres and one against the Dodgers, right? hmm Yeah, so, I mean, that wasn't, you know, too many games. Like, if we had had more games, I think they throw them in, like, a couple. hmm I think we would have had a better Otani pitching this year.
1: Yeah, because from... During the regular spring training they he wasn't appearing as a pitcher
3: mm-hmm. in
1: the game. They, they just had him drawing bullpen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So he really didn't have didn't um know what it felt like to throw a, at a live batter again. So he never mm-hmm. got the chance.
2: Exactly. So,
1: and um he had very limited um appearances in the summer camp before the refill of spring training games, I guess. Mm. And, uh, it just, it was that situation all throughout.
2: And he was pitching to, you know, his own teammates, you know, basically within the start of uh, camp, it was only scrimmages between teams, you know, between us, you know, yeah, and like that, the minor leagues and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's really hard. Cause like you, you want to go your full level, but also, that's your teammate right there, you really don't wanna harm anyone. And I think that's that's also a thing that kind of scruggles them too. Mm-hmm. He couldn't really um go full out with all his pictures, Tara couldn't really like try out try out anything like he could do spring training against the other team or something like that.
2: Yeah, and I think it affected other players from other teams. If you look at Christian Yelich, I think it affected a lot of people. It affected a lot of players this year because, you know, within the the camp, you were only facing your teammates. So you didn't really know how it was facing another guy like like Chapman or Paxton or Kendrick or any of those guys. So it was kind of weird. And you saw it at the start within teams like teams weren't really hitting that good. It uh-huh. took them some time, like a week or yeah. two, just to get their groove back.
1: Yeah, and also like you were just playing the same opponent over and over again. So like, mm-hmm. like maybe y- you started hitting good against like the Astros or something like that. But uh-huh. like you made the playoffs, you you were kind of lost against other teams in the AL, like the White Sox or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's also a good point because. uh if you were in the West, you're only playing West teams. If you're in the East, you're only playing East teams. Yeah. So and it and it, it did show within the playoffs because you were playing teams that you didn't really face in yeah. the regular season. Exactly. So yeah. yeah that was something I mean, else like, so weird. like we mentioned the Braves
0: went three up against the Dodgers before blowing that three one I, I hate that yeah. so much. But you know, we bring it up because shoot, we don't know how the Braves would play against the Dodgers. I thought the Dodgers were gonna take it in like five or six. I didn't know the Braves were going to go up
1: 3-1. Oh, yeah. I, I never saw that coming. Like, when they went 3-1, I was like, oh, man. And I, I really thought Dave Roberts was on the hook, which he should have been. If yeah. they lost that carry in five, I think he would, would have been gone. But and
0: The games are also pretty close, too. And it's not like you – know, obviously, that was that one game where they got blown out. That, unless I'm forgetting a second game when they got blown up, but they should have won that series. They just, yeah, they just didn't finish the job. And, that's what and yeah. now Brave fans, this is how Brave fans repay us by giving us an Asian. Exactly. <laughs> we and, pay and for um, that torture that we're gonna have to deal with for years. There's I
2: always see pictures on um Twitter and Instagram of like you know. Like a situation happened, like for example, if Biggie didn't die, society would be, and then it has like a futuristic picture. Oh, yeah. Imagine Dodgers not winning the World Series. How oh. would society be? So much perfect.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah. Uh. Yeah, definitely. I just hope that. Um, I just hope that, you know, you know, just to recap everything we've just said, uh, one of my hopes is that Perry ends up sticking to his words. We get a Bauer and, uh, the KBO shortstop and, uh, Otani bounces back. Uh, there was another thing I actually want to bring up something that happened kind of recently, um, within the league and that's Kim and G. uh I don't know how to pronounce her last name I think it was N or N or something I don't know I'm just gonna call her Kim and G but Kim and G as you guys know former uh oh is it she's like a former executive for the Dodgers and the Yankees and she got hired by the Marlins yeah um I mean personally for me I'm not gonna say that I wish the Angels hired her over Manasian I'm not gonna say that because I'm happy we hired Manasian but I I wondered you know I don't think she showed up on a radar and that was pretty interesting because I knew about her beforehand. I just you know, I didn't actually know that she was available as a GM. Uh, but yeah, I mean what do you guys think about that?
1: I think it's incredible for for the game and in, incredible for sports in general. I think I think it's time to stop like um uh thinking that just because you're, you're a man that you deserve like a GM position or something like that, I think if you're qualified, you're qualified. It doesn't matter if you're a woman. It, yeah. it, it doesn't matter anything like that. It. Well, the only thing that shouldn't matter is if you can do your job. And obviously, she's done her job. She's been in, in baseball for over 30 years, I think. And yeah. That's a huge hire for the Marlins. And I'm really happy for her and um, baseball in general. I mean, look at That's going to create so many um, fans of young girls and um, women in general. I think that's incredible for the game. And hopefully, we see a lot more of that, not just in baseball, but in all sports.
2: Yeah, um, I love that. I love that move um, with the Marlins hiring her. I think it's incredible for not only the game, but for women in sports. Because if you look at it, women in sports is not, like, big. Because it's this way of uh, men you know, are the dominant ones. They're the ones yeah. in sports and the women should just stay at home and cook. It shouldn't be like that. I'm all in for women in sports, literally. So I think that one was very revolutionary. So I think yeah, if she, you know, which I think she will do, does a great job with the Marlins, dude, you're going to be seeing a lot more women in the baseball and, you know, other sports as GMs and stuff like that. So I think it's a really great move by the Marlins. Um, And yeah, I'm all in for women in sports, man. Congratulations to her. That's literally a big, that's something big. I I don't know, man. Today I was at Sam's club and I saw, you know, those big trucks that they pull into like the back of like the stores. Yeah. It's usually men that drive it. But today we saw a woman drive it. And my mom was so (laughs) proud. She was like, great job. And so, (laughs) and then I thought, and I thought about, you know, the hiring that uh, the Marlins just had. And I was like, wow. Like, That's that's, crazy, though. It's really, it's crazy. And it's honestly, it's awesome. Like, I'm all in for it. Like, women in sports all day.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. No, I 100% agree with you guys on that. Like, it's such a revolutionary move, not just for the, you know, for women in sports. That's a major move, but also for Asian Americans in sports, too. I believe she's the first Asian American to hold a position of, uh, I think, an executive position, either in the MLB or in sports. But also, but yeah, it's it's very, very, a very, very big position for women in sports as a whole. Because as we all know, like, everyone thinks that, like, everyone, you know, that whole mindset where people don't think women in sports or just women's sports matter at all. You yeah. know, there's so many good female sports reporters, you know, workers, referees, um, you know, there's so much, there's so many good, you know, trainers and everything. Yeah. Um, You know, it's really good that they're finally getting that recognition because I can understand that from the perspective of and I'm going to bring this up. I don't care. As a minority sports fan myself, you know, I for me, I feel like for a lot of women who see Kim and G, I see uh, Farhan Zaidi uh, because Farhan Zaidi to me because, you know, he's also he's the first Muslim to ever be a GM and he's the highest executive in baseball who's also Muslim. And even, you know, for uh, he's for the San Francisco Giants. He was also for the Dodgers and the A's. I was really happy when he got, you know, hired to such a big position because, you know, many people don't know, you like, don't think about us that much when it comes to sports, you know, especially in baseball. You know, Muslims get no recognition in baseball whatsoever. And so personally relating to that, and obviously I'm a dude. So, like, I I mean, obviously, you know, seeing another dude as a GM, obviously wouldn't matter to me. Uh, but you know uh, the fact that you know Kim and G broke such a huge barrier, not like a racial barrier, not like a religious or like you know identification barrier like that, but like the the barrier of being like a women, a woman, like you know. And it's something that's so mind blowing, and it really shocks me how people are still against it. Like yeah. being a GM is not a job. It's like oh, she has no experience. She has no this. She has no like she has thirty years in the major leagues. You know, being a GM doesn't. Uh being a GM doesn't mean you have to have picked up a band, played baseball in a league for like 13 years before you're a GM. That's not how it works. That's such an that's the old mentality, you know, with the adoption of obviously you need to know how baseball is. You gotta know how to like watch baseball, see what's right and what's wrong. But you know, and that experience mainly comes from playing the sport, not just watching it. But also, you know, baseball compared to other sports is very statistically driven. And you know, you can build a very good baseball team as we saw in Moneyball. You can build a very good baseball team off stats. And you know, at the end of the day, baseball is a mind game as well. You know what I'm saying? It's not just a game about, you know, brawn, it's a it's a game about the mind. Like, you know, you have to build the right team, you have to get the right people together, and you have to those dudes can lead to a championship. It's it's the beauty of baseball. It's not like basketball or other sports where you know, you know, just the biggest names and the biggest things to mash them together and you get a super team. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily how it is. I mean, as as we've seen, you know, it's very basketball is very predictable in its way. Baseball is different. It's more analytically driven and, you know, it's not as predictable as, uh, you know, uh, as basketball. So definitely, you know, the fact that people are so against Kim uh, and G for being a GM is such a huge, you know, I honestly find it really cringy and stupid in a way because, I mean, it, it's really good for female baseball fans, especially and female sports fans. You know, mm-hmm. you, we love to see it because, like I said, like I mentioned about how what Farhan Zaidi meant to me, it means a lot to the millions of female baseball fans out there. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I mean, I, I feel really happy for them. I, I genuinely feel really happy for them
3: because,
0: yeah. you know, it's just
1: great to see that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. something, yeah.
2: continue, oh, okay. my friend.
1: I, and I think it's especially incredible that a team like the Marlins' her. Because um, I, I don't see it that her having so much pressure there. Like obviously, yeah, she's like the first ever woman, and uh, I think person of Asian descent to hold a GM role, but. Um, Other than that fact, I don't think um, I don't think people will really criticize her if the Marlins don't pick it up immediately. Like obviously, I I have faith that she she can she's able to build that team back up. But um, nobody's going to be um like um saying that she should be fired and all that crap that they say about uh women in those types of um positions but I just think there's less pressure for her in that role on a team like the Martin um instead of like maybe like the team like the Dodgers. I think all life would have been on her with a team like the Dodgers. And I think it'll it would have just created a lot of negative um press if if um the team went another way well i just think it's especially great to see that um a resilient team hired her as like the first step to like breaking that barrier and hopefully it um catches on
2: and like even more bigger teams start to do it too. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she has experience with the teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers, especially with well, the Yankees, yeah. when you know they had Jeter and Bernie and all those guys, yeah. I think that puts her higher up even too. So um it's a very great hire. And Jeter's the owner, right? Of the, yeah. the Marlins. So yeah, I yeah. think so I think that's probably a main reason why she she was hired because you know Jeter knows her. Yeah, and Jeter knows what she can do. Yeah. So I think that's honestly one of the reasons why she got hired. So, mm-hmm. and she has the experience, and I know she can, she can run a baseball team too. So yeah, that's pretty fire.
1: Definitely. You no. Know. But right, go ahead. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm just, I just really that's a good day for baseball. That's a good day for sports. Mm-hmm. A good day for winning. Like it's just all around great for the, for everything and. I just really hope that um, all the negative um, press that will come out, unfortunately, I just hope that she and the Marlins don't let that get to her and they build a really great team in in the future. And I really hope they do.
0: I mean, a lot of the negative press is going to come from, like, boomers and, like, MAGA idiots, but, like...
2: Yeah. I mean, and those old, and those old baseball heads, those old 360 sixty baseball heads, like exactly,
0: mm-hmm. like uh. and as we like, it, it's funny because baseball has always been that conservative sport. If you think about it, like the whole sport is very old minded, uh-huh. and like with Moneyball and stuff like that, the sport is finally pushing and breaking, like you know that that uh, old mindset, and it's going into a new one. Uh and uh and it's like it's really good to see it because you know change is sometimes very good yeah and this is a case where it's very good and think about the positive that's going to come from it because you know a lot of people assume that again a lot of people assume like you know with the whole things with the Giants and Alyssa Nakin about how like they're not I don't know how to pronounce like you know like they hired a female coach they're running themselves to hell just because they want to be liberal and stuff like that Mm -hmm. And like, they want to be progressive and they're, they're going that like, they're going to like destroy their baseball team. And it's all like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it, 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 I mean, it's a, especially for teams like the Marlins and the giants and other teams that just suck in a sense, hiring, you know, like, you know, a female, for, let's say for a coach, like a woman for a coach or a woman for a GM or any sort of stuff like that, or, you know, maybe female managers in the future as well. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's a very good, you know, it's a very good, like, introductory step. I mean, I personally think that, yeah, I personally think that, like, this is a very good step, in a sense. And it can actually show us, like, you know, what's in the future. Because then we'll see, you know, with showing that women can, uh, you know, and I know for a fact that Kim and G will do well. You know what I'm saying? She has that experience. Like, it's it's basically given that she will do well. But, like, you know, with Kim and G, it's going to open up a floor, like, open up the doors to, like, a lot of more women interested in sports. And then from then on and then forth, like, you know, again, you know, team, if, like, you know, if the other teams can capitalize on that stuff, and, you know, we, you know, the MLB can change. And, you know, those, they just, what I'm trying to say here is that it's going to have, like, there's going to be a lot more, in a sense, when it comes to development. Open up the doors a lot more. We're not stuck to just old men, you know, Leagues coming like a little younger, as I should say, and you know now we're becoming more open, and it's uh, it's just very good for the league.
1: Yeah, I see. I see a domino effect. Um, at, after this, I really do think it'll open the door for a lot of more women in the um sports world and in um in the in the uh in the workplace in general. I think. I think it'll just empower a lot of people and that's just incredible for the sport and i really do hope that we see a lot more of those positions not always you know, filled by men and uh giving to other people but not not giving to them just for um just 'cause because they happen to be a w- woman or um, uh, gay or something like that, but giving it to them because they're qualified. If you're qualified, you deserve a job. I don't care what your background is. I don't care anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it sucks because like a lot of people will just start questioning, like, why'd you hire? What's your experience? What's your this? What's your that? Yeah. Like, you just hired her because she's a girl, right? And that, you know, you actually don't know if she's gonna be good or not. Yeah. And that mentality is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Because Kim and G should have been hired like before. The fact that I mean, again, the fact that she got hired now, she's had so much experience beforehand, and she's really like like she's very smart in a sense and you know you like you guys mentioned and um it's sad that you know it's sad that people disrespect this uh uh like this uh hold on my computer's glitching out. okay uh it's sad that people are already like you know this playing and downplaying this hiring like oh what experience does she have oh what this does she have oh you should have hired someone else you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean at the end of the day like You know, they hired her because she was qualified and they decided to, the the Marlins ultimately had the choice to hire her or not. And they hired her because, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really think they really had any pressure to hire her at all. They could have hired Epler, you know, and Epler was really Uh good Epler. I I don't know if they interviewed Epler or not and pay attention to that, but They could have hired Epler or, you know, some other GM that's available or free, uh, like Billy Owens or uh, Logan White or one of those guys. I don't know. I don't know who the Marlins were trying to hire. But they hired Kim and, you know, they hired Kim and G. They decided to make that choice. Jeter made that choice. He decided to break that barrier, and he decided that, okay, I'm going to hire uh, Kim as my next GM. And, you know, I know for a fact that she's going to pop off because she is 100 qualified for this role
3: yeah
0: and uh yeah like and i mean again it's just really good for the sport and I, i'm really happy i'm really happy for her i'm really happy for uh in a sense a lot of you know the asian american community when it comes to baseball very happy for you know the female baseball community female sports community i know in fact they're very happy about that and it's really good it's really good for baseball yeah good looks
3: hmm
0: So uh is there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up today's episode? Um
2: Steve Cohen. Steve Steve Cohen's comment.
0: No, no. no.
2: We're, we are, when he he went on, no, I don't know what he went on, but when he said he wants to build a championship team within three to five years, and if it doesn't happen, then it's a failure. I am literally shitting my pants. I I was so nervous today because I just literally found out today that uh, Rachel and uh, Trevor followed him. And, um... I think it's between us and the Mets right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And
2: if he goes to the Mets, I mean, let's hope the Mets met. Because I'm just hoping that the Mets are going to met. Mets are
0: no longer going to met, bro. I think Mets going to met is going to be over with you. Because if they – Why couldn't Steve Cohen buy the Angels? Like, why couldn't he buy us, bro? He's – Yeah. I, uh, I know he's from New York, but why like not buy the Mets? Why, he, why couldn't he
1: buy the Halos? I I hope like Reggie
2: Miller or like Google literally or, like, fucking Reggie Miller I, buys the fucking. Miller,
1: oh my
0: god! I, I hate Reggie Miller as an pen, uh, fan. But I love him as I, an Angel I, fan. <laughs>
2: Dude, like this whole like situation with Steve Cohen, it kind of makes me hate the motherfucker, but at the same time, you're like, damn, the motherfuckers are genius, dude. I'm sorry for my language, dude. Cause if he gets Bower and they get a team, dude, I'm going to freaking hate. The- I know I'm gonna hate the Mets and I know I'm gonna be hating Steve Cohen. Mets,
0: I already hate the Mets because of freaking dude. You know how much <laughs> I talk I did about the freaking uh a the the Marcus is gonna be an angel, it's gonna happen, you guys. And freaking them freaking Steve Cohen came and Literally shout on
2: all yeah. of Steve Going literally came and literally set those comments and then right <clears throat> like a couple couple hours later, boom, Strowman says, Yep, I'm I'm accepting that qualifying offer. Bam, I'm gonna be a met again. I'm just like
0: <sighs> bro, why why did you choose to stay in a league that forces you to hit? Come like,
2: like dude, are we gonna get buttercuped? Like cause because I'm not trying to get buttercuped again, bro. I'm not I'm not trying to get buttercup again. I swear. If if Bauer signs with the Mets, no matter where he signs, bro. I think we're in the top 2, no matter where he signs, I'm still going to support him. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I'm going to I'm going to have a love and hate relationship with Steve going. Mm-hmm. Love his comments, love how he's trying to, you oh,
1: yeah. know, yeah, you know I, I for the, the team. Fantasy. Like
2: but fuck you, <laughs> like fuck him. Like, yeah, like <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly bro. Like rich enough to buy the team that you you've been a fan of your whole life. Like, that's got to be, like, such a trip. Like, you you own the team that you've been a fan of your whole life. Like, that's so dope.
2: Mm-hmm. And the fact that Trevor Bauer made a video about it and absolutely praised him, that shit just got me, like... Oh, my God. Why? I'm scared, bro. I
1: mean, I I wasn't really... um, I wasn't surprised when I made a video on it, because, like, that's what he does. He really... He re- react to a lot of stuff that happens in baseball and like um i think the, i think a lot of players would love an owner like colin like that that's a player's owner like mm-hmm. people talk about Basically player, gene autry. yeah people, mm-hmm. people talk about a player's manager that's a player's owner right there that's a guy that he wants to win oh
0: why can't we have like another gene autry
2: yeah, we can't, bro. And unfortunately, until Art leaves this team, I don't know where we'll go. And if we actually so, win one, we'll be lucky. But thing, I'm so.
0: Why? I I used to like the Mets, but ever after Cohen, I hate the Mets.
2: And there's a reason to hate the Mets. It's, an angel it's, it's the, the reason
0: why I hate the Mets is only off of one thing: pure envy. Bro, I am so envious of the Mets. I'm not even gonna deny it, bro. I am so yeah. envious of them. They finally but have a good owner, bro. And it's long.
2: The thing that we have to comprehend and well, we have to, you know, digest is that art's another Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones might have won Super Bowls with the, the Cowboys and stuff like that. But if you look now, at it is, right now, he's huh?
0: Those
2: are during the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s, that's what I'm saying. But he's, like, won Super Bowls before with the organization. I know. But I'm saying, like, now, if you look at it, it's like, damn, like, he's not doing anything to help that team win. And that's the same thing with Art. Art says he wants to win. I'm tired of seeing him every year in the spring training press, every time they interview him in fucking February or January, him saying, "We, the time to win is now. We, we have to win. But you don't do nothing to you win.
0: Just like what him, mean? bro. You sounded just like him right there.
2: And then his little it's a little interview at the golf classic, like, uh, we're gonna get the pieces, you know. We're just gonna do this, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, we're gonna get the off of it. like dude, like uh I, I don't know, man. I just dude, don't Art, like the guy.
0: Yeah, but, about to like like he really goes after like paying like a position player who bats like two eighty-five. Who used? Who was like an all-star like last year, paying him like a hundred million bucks, like a freaking contract that eats of our cap space. He goes in front and is like, uh, "Uh, this is a really great day in uh, Angels baseball." I can't, motherfucker. The worst, but motherfucker. I can't do the worst, but You know what I'm saying?
2: Motherfucker went after Josh Hamilton after an MVP fucking season that he had. And that shit was just horrible. Like, yeah. why did we even sign that motherfucker, to be honest?
0: Bro, we but, missed out on Granky and uh, another dude. I forgot the yeah, other dude.
1: How you let.
0: Dude,
2: Granky was
1: still in his prime.
2: Prime, exactly. Literally. Did go
1: to the... Wait, did he go to like the Dodgers or something? Yeah.
2: Hey, to the Dodgers, huh? That
1: was crazy. Um, and, uh, upper mm-hmm and like it was dirty but dude we traded for him too like how do you let him go
2: exactly bro that shit is so fucking for annoying josh bro josh
0: hamilton a dude that snorts up coke and beats up his daughter you really traded oh you really lost zach cranky for that i yeah. mean
2: i mean he did have an mvp year in 2010 I mean, that's that why true, you bro. know but like at the same time, you can't expect that guy to do that every fucking season. You know, he's not a yeah. Mike Trout. You know, but fuck him. Yeah, bro, bro, man.
1: he's a horrible human being. One yeah. of the worst One signings in Angels history, it really
0: bro. It's like I still respected him after that whole coke thing, where it was all like, shoot, okay, he's recovering, and you know, he might be better, and then you know, he, he beats up his daughter, and goes to freaking fuck jail. Him. For him, I think. Uh, then he go to. Is he in jail for it right now?
1: I don't,
3: so. uh, I don't know. I think hmm. he's like on trial or something.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What no. It's up? it's all so, bro. If I have to pick like my least favorite angel of all time, it has to be Josh Hamilton.
1: Yeah.
2: Josh, Josh Hamilton and Josh Vernon Harris. Wells, bro. I
0: I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, shoot, it's like I know on the top like the bottom ten like bottom ten angels. I know that Matt Joyce is on there and Josh Hamilton. I don't know about all these, but yeah, I, it's always... Oh, like,
2: yeah, uh, I forgot about I Matt Joyce. I forgot. And then we traded his ass to fucking Oakland, right? Yeah. Was, uh, the 2015 season. Oakland. Yeah, because I have the picture right here of the 2015 team, and I remember he was on that team, and then we traded him. And he's still on that picture. So fuck him. And then he um, called one of
0: our players, like, like a, a, not a racial slur, but a homophobic slur or something like that. Not one of our players in our fans.
2: Fuck him, though. Oh. That ass. He's... I don't like him. I don't like Randy Wells. Oh, yeah. The worst. yeah. We Renu can't Renu... trade Mike Napoli for him. Mike Napoli for him. Like, that is something that I would just, like, if I was, you know, the owner at that time, man, I would never do that, dude. Oh, I would bro. have had Mike like, Napoli, bro. Like,
1: he was just average. Like, he was mm-hmm.
2: okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, he wasn't like an all star or nothing. But, like, I don't know why we would trade Mike Napoli for him
2: exactly why because vernon was fucking slugging in detroit
0: and in uh Manation in 2020 is the year of maga make the angels great again
2: i hope so because what's his name is i guess he's probably pissed off at the election fucking art, art. <laughs> art fucking bitch ass so art is
0: gonna like take over maga he's gonna be like maga is my thing now make anaheim great again
2: if we get Bauer dude, I'll probably make a sign at, and go to Angel Stadium and just be like honk for Bauer. Honk for Bauer like honk that we got Bauer. Dude,
0: I I I I just freaking hope that Manasian stick to his words and gets pitching and we actually do well. We actually make it to the playoffs. Because bro, I get, we
2: need it. We need it.
0: Like, inject that into my veins.
2: Yeah, I, uh, so I mean that's for new. Yeah, I mean shit yeah hopefully he sticks to his word i mean the press conference is tomorrow so i think tomorrow after the press oh, conference yeah, i'll go live yeah hell yeah dude i may have class at that time but still i'm gonna watch it, watch it. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck school school's a fucking scam fuck college it's a fucking scam bro. <laughs> bro
0: too cool for school bro parry season Well, I, I, I scary Perry season. I hope that scary Perry takes the angels to the promised land. Like I, we need it. We need it, bro. I have,
1: I have faith. I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. I, I really like him already. Mm. Uh, He has to show it. I'm definitely not gonna give him pass. He has to show it. Here's what we I'm going to
0: say. We believe the Angels can go to the promised land.
2: Here's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to say it here on this live, and I hope it gets screenshotted because if it does, then, um, yeah. Angels, mark this, mark my word. Angels, 2022 World Series champs. I'm telling you. it's, I'm promising you. My homie, my homie did this with the Lakers. So he went to opening night in 2018, right, the year that we got Alonzo Ball, the year we dropped Alonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. And by there was a wall at um LA Live and so people were writing stuff and he wrote 2020 champs. And so now if you watch this, germ I'm doing what you did. <laughs> T- Angels 2022 champs, man. That's what I'm saying. 2022 World Series Champs. Manifest. I'm a manifest shit. Hell yeah. I'm guaranteeing it. 2022 champs. Yes, sir.
0: Dude, inject that into my fucking veins right now. You know, it was funny because I remember last year, I told my friends like not last year. I think it was 2019. It was when I was a junior, and I was like, I walked by my friends. I think it was like one of the like not one of the last days of school. I walked by, and he was a Niners fan. Like, bro, we're mate, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. I, I don't even care. We're winning the Super Bowl. I was so close to being right. I was so close to being right, but we I wasn't right. I, you know what, man? If they bro Angels 2022 World Series champions, please. So,
2: manifesting that shit. Imagine um, being the Dodgers
0: series in like uh, in a sweep too. Oh my God! I'm
2: gonna be at that stadium that day.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I bro, Eddie. If if we don't happen to make it to the game at that time, I'm literally jumping in your car. All right, <laughs> I'm jumping in your car. We're driving to Anaheim, and I, we're literally celebrating that shit. I don't even what? care. We're like literally just bouncing around and celebrating it. I don't care. Shit,
2: I might be and, at that game.
0: And then we're oh, driving no. to uh, freaking Dodger Stadium. <laughs> and then, you know, what we are going to do? Nah, we're probably going to get a shot.
2: Nah, bro. I think if the Angels make the World Series, dude, I I will definitely be at those games. I'm probably going to be there oh, with yeah, my I'll dad be. Be. because he saw them winning in 0-2. So, I want to be there with Ooh, him was he there at the stadium. Was
0: he there in Game 7 in 2002?
2: No, he wasn't at the game, but he watched the games, though.
0: Oh, I'm going to watch the games 100%. Yeah, of course I'm going to watch the games, bro.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! So I'm definitely gonna be at that game. Definitely gonna be at every playoff game that they're at if they make it to the playoffs this year. Mark my word. If game one is at if the game one's at the big A, bro, I'm going to fucking be there, bro. I like that ass, bro.
1: And I don't. And I don't care if like people make fun of us for being excited if that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you cannot
0: make fun of anybody for me outside of the team makes of the world series. Like
2: people like freaking um Dodger fans were all like ah is why the Padre celebrating. Like the dude, like they had a playoff drought. Like, when was it before um they this had season. the right to celebrate? Yeah, it was 06, sure. right? That was the yeah. last time they made the playoffs. It, so it, it was 06. just when
0: they dropped that Slam Diego Love this track and got swept. That's what was sad.
2: They, oh man. That would have been, I would say, the song of the year on Twitter. Or probably the song of the fall that's tw- on Twitter, bro. I really think, like, if the Padres would have won that series, holy shit. Those guys would have been everywhere. I think they would have been on at least ESPN yeah. or House yeah. of yeah. Highlights. Yeah. They would have been everywhere. Hey bro,
0: Anaheim. Lo- no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. We're not. I'm no, not going to no. do that, bro. I'm not going to curse. I'm not going to curse that.
2: No, no videos on that, bro. Until until we win the World Series, then we do that. Yeah. We're, we're slamming. We don't yeah. do that until.
3: <laughs> until guaranteed. Yeah. I truly guarantee.
0: I yeah. believe that. What is the the Padres, no, Slam Diego Love single handedly cursed the Padres and it blessed the Dodgers. Yep. It's the reason why the Dodgers won the World Series.
2: I for sure think the players for sure saw that shit. I I I I mean they have to. They have to. I've seen that shit because that shit blew up. It blew up Come everywhere. On. It was funny. It was, dude. I mean, oh that, my god.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I know everyone was roasting them, but they were kind of spitting.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty catchy song. I mean, but, no, no. Uh, I no. Dodger
0: hate is always spitting, Ruben. Come Thanks. on now. Come on now. You can't. You can't deny that. If if it's hating the Dodgers, it's spitting. Hell yeah. Uh. Anyway, is that it? Is that a wrap? No, I don't
1: have mm-hmm. anything else.
2: Yeah, oh, I don't have anything else either. All right,
0: well, I guess that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode seven, uh, episode eight next week. We'll see you then. Go Halos. Uh, 2022 World Series champion. Uh, no, you know, Eddie, you got to say it. You got to say it.
2: No, manifesting this twenty twenty two World Series Champions Los Angeles. No, the Anaheim Angels, or hopefully the California Angels. And also tomorrow, if I can, I'll be going live after the uh, press conference. So um tune in for that. Yeah. All
0: right. Goodbye. Uh goodbye and See you guys next week. I'll see you guys tomorrow on the live on Instagram. But We'll see you guys next week for next episode.
3: Peace. Peace.